trout fishing opens for lakes located entirely within the Boundary Waters Canoe Area Wilderness this weekend on New Year's Day. Joining us now for some more information and specifics on this is local Minnesota Department of Natural Resources Conservation Officer Kylan Hill. Kylan, thanks for stopping by. Thanks, Joe. Thanks for having me on again. Absolutely. So the trout opener in the Boundary Waters, let's start with some of the rules and regulations. When we say trout opener in BWCA, that means the lake has to be located entirely within the wilderness line. Expand on that to whatever extent you'd like. Yeah, absolutely. So up here we have, there's there's two trout openers. Uh, there's the Boundary Waters opener, and then there's the general trout opener, uh, inland lakes, I guess is a way to say it. Uh, and when, when we, what we mean by Boundary Waters is the lake has to be entirely within the Boundary Waters, just as the name states. Uh, we do have a couple lakes you know, mid-trail towards the end of the trail that half of them, uh, half the lake is within the Boundary Waters and half is not. Uh, An example is Clearwater. So Clearwater has half of it. uh, The far eastern side is within the Boundary Waters. The west side is not. Um, That lake is not open on this upcoming Boundary Waters opener. Uh, That's a couple weeks from now, two weeks from Saturday um, is the other trout opener. So uh, a good example not to out anyone's spots or anything like that on lakes. Uh, A a good example for a trout lake that's open this weekend is Daniels. Daniels is off of Bearskin. Um, There are, it's with with entirely in the Boundary Waters. Uh, There's another one a little southwest of there, Ram Lake uh, off the Lima Grade, I believe. That lake is also open this weekend. And if you look at the line with Ram, you could see how the line goes north and south. And then it scooches uh, mm-hmm. to the east to, to make sure the ram's in the boundary waters. So that's what we mean for this upcoming weekend, that it's the boundary waters trout opener. Okay, so some of these lakes that you referenced, though, that are half in and half out of the boundary waters, clear water, and let's expand on that, actually, because I know some people that have been fishing on seagull, maybe even on sag, but they're pursuing a burbot or walleye on those lakes. So you mm-hmm. can actually fish on those lakes per se, not targeting trout or certainly not keeping trout. Correct. So Clearwater, as an example, uh, if you want to fish Clearwater right now, you very much can. Uh, You'd have to focus on a fish that is open like smallmouth bass, uh, walleye. You can venture into the boundary waters on Clearwater right now and fish for those species. However, if you go into Clearwater or another lake that's half in the boundary waters, half outside of the boundary waters, you cannot target and definitely not keep any sort of trout species. So that's a good clarification to have. Right. It seems like that's becoming maybe a bit of a gray area because some of the lures, the bait might Mm -hmm. even be the same. And how do you you assess that situation when you come up on somebody that's fishing with minnows on, let's say, seagull, and they just say, well, I'm not trying to catch lake trout. What what do you do in that? We hope that if someone... uh, you know, let their conscience be their guide. If they are actually attempting, we do appreciate the honesty. Um, but, you know, a telltale sign is if they do have trout in their possession, obviously they are, you know, they are targeting. Um, you're correct. It is, it, it goes with anything in the law enforcement part of our jobs that um, sometimes people will do things intentionally and tell us that they're not doing, doing it. Uh, and it's something that we just have to suss out as a, you know, every incident occurs like that. Hopefully it doesn't happen. You know, hopefully, um, 
Uh, and what we like to tell people is, you know, please don't put us in that position, you know, because it's uncomfortable for everyone when we have to start going down that route and asking those questions. Okay. Well, let's get back into some of the specifics for lakes inside, entirely mm-hmm. inside the Boundary Waters. You mentioned Ram Lake. That is a designated trout lake, meaning you cannot take live minnows, where mm-hmm. on Daniels is not, even though there are trout in there, and that's what people will be trying to get. Uh, this weekend on Daniels would be lake trout. You can use minnows. You could have two lines, ram, not the case. Correct. Uh, and when we were off the air, this is where uh, I told you I wanted to try something new. So um, I won't divulge any specific legal or laws uh, regarding trail fishing. What I want people to do is go grab a book when they get their fishing license, if they haven't got it yet, or if they want to go to a holiday or a Bucks Hardware, please pick up a book this week before the weekend. Um, open the fishing regulations book. You know, trout fishing, the laws are not that hard to figure out. Um, we do have a list of which lakes are designated trout lakes, which do have more restrictions, as you had mentioned. Uh, and we have lakes that are trout lakes that are not designated trout lakes, like Daniels, which you had mentioned has different uh, laws than Ram. So please, uh, I want to try something new because... Um, you know, it always happens where we contact someone on a designated trout lake. You know, we ask them about uh, a violation that they may have regarding that those specific trout lake laws, uh, and they say they never knew about it. So we're trying to get people to open the book because, um, like I said, it's it's pretty easy to find exactly what you're looking for. And that goes for just about anything, not just trout fishing. Um, shelter licenses, portable versus non-portable do you need a shelter license? That's also in there. And I encourage people to go look at that before they venture out this weekend. Okay. Actually, it makes for some good reading too while you're out on the ice. If it's slow, I found myself combing through the pages of the rules and regulations for the state of Minnesota uh, many years actually on slow days. So it's worth having in your mm-hmm. you know tackle box, your bag, whatever it is you bring out on the fishing opener. I was Hoping maybe when you said try something new, you were going to have a catchy rhyme or a song and dance or something you put together. But a good good idea yeah. all the same. Yep. Uh, one thing I do want to mention, though, I think it would be a disservice to the Forest Service, though, and I will mention this specifically. Um, you know, keep in mind when you do venture into the Boundary Waters, there are certain things that you can and cannot bring uh, regarding, um, you know, your containers. Glass being absolutely the biggest one. Please no glass, uh, aluminum cans, that sort of thing. Uh, and make sure you do have your permit because we will have a, a presence out there this week and there will be quite a few officers from uh, different departments, you know, patrolling together. Uh, and that's another thing that we do look for. Right. I think I've been checked every year on the trout opener in the Boundary Waters that I've gone out, which is every year that I've lived here. So uh, you mentioned cans and glass. Uh, not only would they be illegal to have, but it is going to be, according to the forecast of the National Weather Service, very, very mm-hmm. cold this weekend. So little things might be exploding anyway, but again, they're illegal. Cold temperatures, though, let's talk right. about that from a safety standpoint. Negative 20 air temperatures overnight, Friday and Saturday, negative temperatures for the high, maybe five below for a high, mid-trail Saturday, New Year's Day on the opener. What should people be thinking about from that perspective? Well, things could change on a dime. Uh, I've been watching the weather all week and you know, this morning when I got done plowing another six, seven inches out of my driveway, um, it's temperatures are starting to drop. So uh, one thing to keep in mind is in the boundary waters, things can go wrong very fast. Um, make sure you do have, you know, your survival kit. Um, what's nice about going into the boundary waters in the wintertime, which I love, is if you're not going very far, 
you can bring a lot of stuff. Uh, if you have your pulk sled, you can put just about anything, you know, including the kitchen sink in there. Um, and safety equipment is one thing that you should not um, go light on. Warm clothes, extra socks. I, I'm anticipating, Joe, I think you are too, probably some slush, um, which is always, I think, a retired officer Darren Fagerman called it the slush monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably going to be out there this weekend, so be prepared for that. I'm not sure. I know they have a cell phone tower that was just turned on up there. I don't know how far that cell phone tower on Gunflint Lake reaches. Um, and that's just for FirstNet, I believe. So if you have a cell phone carrier that's not FirstNet AT&T, who knows how it's going to work. Uh, always prepare for the worst. Make sure you have a plan in place. Uh, if you have a some sort of a satellite radio or Garmin uh, in reach, bring it. Uh, and tell people your plans too. If you go in and things change and you're not out, make sure people know about it. Right, with these types of air temperatures. And some of these roads, uh, we heard from the Cook County Highway Department, and some of the roads to get down to some of these trout lakes that you referenced, including Ram, for example, the Lima Grade, that road is not open for vehicle traffic. You could snowmobile down the Lima Grade or come in from off of the Gunflint that other direction to get to Ram. But driving there would be an impossibility in a standard vehicle, even a, something with four-wheel drive. The highway department saying, don't go down unplowed forest service roads. It doesn't go well for anybody. And with these types of air temperatures as well, all the more reason. But w- w- anything to say about that? Yeah, it's it happens every year. And, um, I, you know, our local tow companies um, are, are pulling people out left and right on a lot of these roads. Um, the one you just mentioned going to Ram is, you know, it's basically available only by snowmobile. So if it's not plowed, the best rule of thumb is don't even try it. You know, I don't care how um, lifted your truck is, what kind of tires, what it can go through. It's You're going to get stuck. Uh, and that that's another one of those uh, instances where you need to be prepared at all times. Call ahead. I think uh, if you call the highway, highway department, I know they're probably busy this morning on Wednesday. Um, they'll be able to tell you what's plowed and what's not. Uh, or call local outfitting companies, bit trail, end of the trail. They'll be able to tell you what's accessible. Right. And the... Air temperatures last year on the trout opener in the Boundary Waters was beautiful. It was like 20 degrees, sunny, calmer winds, and a lot of people were out. I was out on some mid-trail lakes, and it was the most people I'd ever seen on this particular lake. And are you seeing a lot of local people out on this trout opener? Is it visitors, a combination? Who, who Who's going out on these weekends? Lots of everybody, you know, lots of locals we see out, we'll see the same faces out. And I haven't been here too many years. This will be my third uh, Boundary Waters trout opener. Uh, we see quite a few faces on the same lakes, probably within the same hole. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then this is another popular lake where people from outside of the area come to. And But again, even though they're from outside the area, we see them every year. And it's nice to see some new faces and some people phase out and new people come in, but it's this is one of those uh, openers where it's a, it's a mixed bag of who's who and okay. where they're from. Right. All right. Well, also, one thing that might bode well for anglers that are headed out this weekend and willing to brave these temperatures that are going to be in the below zero range, even during the day, highs and the negatives, lake trout tend to bite pretty well in a clear, the colder the better has been my experience. So it might be some good action this weekend for fishing. Yeah, absolutely. Let's hope so. Um, can't catch fish if you're not fishing. So start early and, and late. All right. Very good. And you need to have your license 
on you while you're fishing. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's one thing that I will say is, uh, and with technology nowadays, you can present it to us in a whole different you know, set of ways. Having the license printed off on the, on the blue paper from your local convenience store, um, printed off paper if you bought it on the internet, or what we're seeing a lot is pictures. Uh, if you have it on your cell phone, that's also fine. You just have to have it with you while you're fishing and present it to us when we ask it. Okay. Well, sounds like you and other local CEOs will be out, probably some other law enforcement out checking anglers this weekend in the Boundary Waters Canoe Area Wilderness. Lakes entirely within the wilderness open for lake trout and other trout species this weekend on New Year's Day. We've been speaking today with local CEO Kylan Hill from the Minnesota Department of Natural Resources. Kylan, thanks for stopping by. Thanks, Joe, and good luck, everyone, this weekend.